Hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Zenster Podcast. Much gratitude for today, and pura vida, wabi-sabi. Let's seek that pure life while uh, managing and living through an imperfect life and making it the best life ever. Um, So today is August 4th, 2023. We uh, give thanks for everything surrounding us. And today we wanted to talk a little bit about blame. And quoting from Epictetus in Discourses, you must stop blaming God and not blame any person. You must completely control your desire and shift your avoidance to what lies within your reason choice. You must no longer feel anger, resentment, envy, or regret. He goes on to talk about <clears throat> Nelson Mandela, who uh, was imprisoned in South Africa for 18 years um and you know his narrow focus on you know what was in, within his reason control um we hear the same stories from victor frankel who was a, a survivor of the nazi um inter um uh, in the nazi uh, whatever the the camps um i'm just drawing a blank right now um so you know that very uh you know, narrow focused in what's within our reason control, right? So, a couple things, um, y- you know, the um, that we need to con- take into consideration when we're focusing on blame, because we all do it, right? If you're human, you've blamed somebody for something. Um, and, but you got to really kind of narrow down what is the actual benefit of, uh, of that blame in your uh, outward projection of that blame uh what is you know beneficial to um to actually you know get that blame out that's your negative uh hostile emotions that are are being projected outwards so first you know try to understand the impact of the blame you know blame triggers a defensive um which can lead to hostility or withdrawal so if we understand what the negative impact is, you start to see why it's important to kind of reframe it, right? So um, so if we switch to a growth type of mindset, you know, this is um, one that sees challenges as opportunities. So everything happening to me is an opportunity to learn. Um, then, you know, you take the situations where someone's blamed and you t- see, you know, use them as learning opportunities. Um, so, you know, consider the growth mindset as, as a model, and that's one that I baked in. Uh, you know, I was, I, I ate something weird last night, and I don't know. I was up in the middle of the night, and my stomach was upset, and I was thrown up, and uh, I assume it's some degree of po- food poisoning. It went away, but uh, I remember laying there like, oh, what is this teaching me? Uh, probably shouldn't eat that again. It was like some Korean barbecue thing or something I got from Aldi's. So, uh, but I, I remember last night in the two in the morning, you know, trying to reframe. You know, this is an opportunity to learn. I know it sucks, um, but you know, I try to use that often, as often as I can. Um, use I statements. My mom taught me this one. If you make a mistake, um, and I think she, I'm sure she learned it from some, somebody else. You made a mistake. Say, I felt upset when this mistake happened. Then that expresses how you feel directly without blaming the other person. So it really kind of, you know, go back to the I part of it. So, um, 
using an I statement and to, to reframe it in a, in a way that's more kind of localized to you, right? And then you're saying, and you're also admitting the feelings part of it. You're not saying, well, you did this to me. You're saying, I felt this way. Um, and it's a total reframe and it's, it's, it's a life hack. So, uh, the other thing we can do is focus on the behavior, not the person, right? This kind of goes, comes from Dale Carnegie's, uh, how to win friends and influence people, uh, never criticize, condemn, or complain. So don't, you know, blame the person, focus on the behavior, separate the person from the, their actions. You know, instead of saying you are careless, um, you try to reframe it and say this action seems careless, right? So it's very similar to the I statement, but you are not being directly accusatory. So you are careless, and you know, this action seemed careless, whatever you did seemed careless. So then that gives the person, you know, opportunity to kind of uh, regroup and, and, you know, they can understand it from a behavioral standpoint uh, as well. So uh, seek to understand and then to be understood. So this is kind of a, a, a trick that involves empathetic listening. So to truly understand, and we talked a bit about this yesterday, you know, to truly understand where the other person's coming from, you know, you gotta walk a mile in their shoes. Try to like put yourself in their position, what they've learned and you know, where they're coming from, you know, and then, you know, project your, uh, understanding outward so seek to understand from the other point of view and then to be understood so uh, another great tip um, find a shared responsibility uh, instead of blaming one person um, you, you look for ways to the, where the responsibility can be shared it's more team-oriented approach to problem solving but um, you know, if, if there are multiple parties as stakeholders, right? How often is it that it's just one person that's, you know, solely to blame? You know, there's always uh, conditions and situations that make it more um, complicated to really, you know, break down. So um, I think, you know, by even in shared responsibility, you know, one thing I like to do is to say, well, you know, uh, try to reframe it, you know, similar to like the I statements. You say, oh, you made me feel this way, but, you know, I understand this is, you know, and I always try to do this too. This is a learning opportunity for me um, to really kind of rebalance and, and you know, uh, take away something from this. So, okay. Uh, use constructive feedback, of course. You know, everyone wants to, nobody likes criticism. So using constructive means of a feedback, so focusing on the actions, behaviors, um, and suggestions for improvements, you know, how can you do this better next time? So um, understand with, a, a, you know, that empathetic ear that um, this person may or may not have, you know, meant it or, you know, maybe they got in a, situ a situation that was over, um, you know, that got out of control or something like that. So, you know, use a constructive model of feedback to say, how can we, you know, make this better next time? Um, and then, you know, simply just, you know, build uh, an environment where you're not afraid to make mistakes and you're not going to have, uh, you know, blame is, you know, is a, a standard. So we need to, um, you know, if this is at work or whatever, you know, instead of criticizing, chastising somebody, you know, encourage experimentation and uh, recognize that mistakes are part of the learning process. So, um, 
good stuff and some of the things I wanted to talk a little bit about today with blame because we've all been in that situation and we all like to, you know, uh, our, the human side of us likes to, um, you know, find a villain. But, you know, think about it from the uh, empathetic stance um, and, and from the other person's point of view. And, you know, each situation is different. Um, and, but those are some helpful uh, reframe tips to understanding blame. You know, uh, focus on what's within our reason control, our narrow control. Uh, reframe things through such things like I statements. Seek to understand and be understood. Uh, apply a growth mindset. Um, don't criticize. Focus on the uh, the behavior. Uh, use constructive feedback and find a way to share responsibility. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Zenster. And I'm going to be off for the weekend, um, going, doing camp stuff, and um, spending time with the family. Hopefully the rain holds off. And I hope you have yourself a fantastic day and a fantastic weekend. And we'll see you again on the next Zenster.